Discover. Transform. Manifest. Welcome to Empowered Whole Being Radio, a safe and sacred place to discover and explore our unity. Hello, fellow empowerment seekers, and welcome to today's episode. Excited again to be with you. Um, <clears throat> it's been two weeks since my last show, so actually I'm a little more regular uh, with my episodes. Uh, lots been going on. I, I, uh, as I shared in previous shows, so much uh, internal transition, evolution. I couldn't even talk about it. It was just uh, completely being reformulated is what was happening. And um, now I'm finally coming out the other side, so it's a little bit more um, clear on how to share all this evolution and experience. It's one thing to have an intellectual concept of what it means uh, or what it feels like to be unified with the greater being that we are and it's a whole other experience to feel it with such a deep knowing and sometimes what we think is real prior to those expansion or expansive experiences completely it's thrown out and our whole sense of who we are and what our reality is completely transforms and keeping space open for that is really important and uh, not knowing what's going to happen next and being comfortable with that is also really important. So here we are today and I'm excited to uh, talk about this topic and also share some more information about some other projects that I'm working on in benefit of uplifting everything and everyone, because that is my intention. So before we jump into the show, let's begin with doing a Divine Heart Coherence meditation. You know, set the tone for the show. It always, I find it to be really helpful for me, and hopefully it'll be the same for you. So those of you who are familiar with my um, devotion to quantum physics as a student know that I have incorporated my research and discoveries and studies in that field into a meditative technique where we are uh, engaging who we really are in the process of altering our vibration or focus knowing that our heart is the primary transmitter of electromagnetic frequencies and that our belly brain, the enteric nervous system, your gut, which by the way has 100 million neurons, is the primary receiver of electromagnetic frequencies and also controls the hidden structures in the brain that act like an antenna for the pineal gland 
or in the head, I should say, not in the, just in the brain, but in the head. So by having this knowledge, I find it very empowering, which is why I'm uh, so interested in sharing it with others so they too can feel that empowerment. So basically, this technique involves first focusing on shifting the frequency transmissions of the heart and then focusing on adjusting the frequency transmissions coming into the belly brain. And to get this started, I always recommend picking a personal experience that we've all had, something special in nature. It could be the ocean, the beach, mountains, the sunset or sunrise. It doesn't really matter. What does matter is that in that moment, you felt personally experienced and felt such deep sense of awe and connectedness that somehow, some way, you knew that you were part of something, this beauty around you, that you were part of that creation, and you felt that expansive sense of joy. That's the feeling we want to tune into. So by picking a moment in nature such as that, and each of I would um, invite you all to do that now, find something, remember something, and whether you are imagining it or invoking it, it doesn't really make any difference to our body. It responds to whatever we're focusing upon, whatever feeling we are focusing upon. So I invite you now to uh, place your fingertips on the very, at the very bottom of your breastbone because that just helps to place the focus on the heart. This is not anything about the pineal gland until later. It comes later. It's first feeling first. And so we focus on the heart because that is our transmitter. And we want to bring, I'll talk more about its function later in the show, but just focus on the heart. Place your fingertips there if, if that helps to focus there. Close your eyes and invoke that memory of that beautiful moment in nature that was so awe-inspiring. It just brought you such joy that you couldn't help smile. Relive it. Feel it with every fiber of your being. Just go there. Feel it. Feel it in your heart. And just feel it in your whole being. Remember everything about that and experience it all over again. If there was a certain fragrance of uh, sea air or if there was um, the sound of a waterfall or the wind rustling the leaves in the trees or if you felt a certain breeze on your skin, every of your senses are involved in invoking and reliving this moment in nature that was so beautiful. And so, so joyful to be there, to have that gift of that moment of that beauty. Focus on that. Feel that. Feel it again as if you're right there. Because remember, 
there is no such thing as time in the sense that we live it in the third dimension. When you focus on a memory or feeling, you're there again. You're in that now moment. So go there. Be there with it. Let it expand. Let it just immerse yourself in it. Good. Let it expand. Now visualize this feeling, this expansive feeling becoming brighter and lighter like a beam of energy. Just feel it in your chest. And now imagine that that energy, that bright light is beaming out from your heart and is flowing into a bright light, which represents the source light. Whatever name you want to use, divine consciousness, source, center, the beam in your heart goes into the source light, continuing to expand throughout your body. And from the source light, a beam of energy now comes into your belly, feeling your, keeping yourself in that feeling place of the beauty and on the joyful moment of that gift in nature, the beauty, feeling it, feeling the gratitude for having that experience, flowing out from the heart into the source light, from the source light into the belly. Just let that fill your belly now with that same joyful energy. And now another beam of energy comes from the source light and goes into the top of your head down into the pineal. And the last beam comes from the source light and flows into your back between the shoulder blades and now comes back out the heart into the source light. Creating a toroidal flow that's in coherence with what I call the divine frequency in our heart. Divine heart coherence. We're creating an alignment, a harmonic, connected coherence with the frequencies of joy, of love, of unity, of compassion, of gratitude. Just keep yourself flowing, and if you and if you feel any place feeling tight in the body, just flow that light into that space and tell it deactivate, dissolve, release. You're deactivating what I call the blocking program. You're dissolving that fear-based frequencies back into joy, and you're releasing it back into the light, into the quantum field, into the universe. Deactivate, dissolve, release. And just let that expand. And now your toroidal flow, because we all have a torus. The earth has a torus. has a double torus. We have a double torus. It's a flow of energy in and out, exchanging. So let's begin. Today's show's topic is quantum physics and metaphysics, two sides of the same coin. Question mark. Of course, I believe they are. <laughs> but I'm throwing it out there for discussion. Um, I, I am thrilled and I'm also very interested in uh, in the research of certain scientists that are closing the gap between a separateness, uh, uh, the illusion of separateness between quantum physics and metaphysics. Um, more and more research is coming out, and we'll talk a little bit more about the uh, quantum rule of entanglement. We call it interconnectedness, 
in the spiritual metaphysical world or everything is everything and then also too I'd like to chat a little bit share a little bit about my thoughts on um, what happens when we meditate what's really what's what's when we talk about meditation what does that really mean it means something different to every person I'm sure and I want to talk about what's happening on a quantum mechanical you know energetic level so that there's a better understanding of what you are accomplishing when you meditate and meditation is so important if done in such a way that it is empowering our own accountability for what energy we are focusing upon and creating so I, I think that the topic of meditation is an interesting one and I and we'll go more into that as well because I want to what I want to support is I want to support more individuals becoming conscious and aware of ability to at any time any place shift their energy from fear anger distrust um, blame judgment shame into joy, into love, into wholeness, into unity, into self-value, into self-worth, compassion, understanding. And all of these feelings that we have names for have electromagnetic frequency registration. So they are, they are specific frequencies. As we know from, oh gosh, I'm blanking on his name. I don't have it in front of me. Yamoto um, uh, or the, since he has since um, passed, the scientist in Japan that was studying the effects of energy on water crystals. So um, we know that, that there is a specific frequency for each one of these. Before we jump into that, though, and I do encourage you to call in with questions or if you have something you want to add to um, the discussion, please. This is a this is a, a unification group process, and, and everyone's feedback and input is really welcome. So based upon um, last show, I want to just, if you haven't listened to it, it's Divine Heart Coherence Meditation, and I go into detail on this meditation technique. I'm not going to do that this show, but um, if you haven't listened to it, that might be really of value and help you with a new approach to meditating, which is really about shifting energy. In my mind, it's about shifting energy. So um, take, a, take a listen to that. It's available on iTunes as a podcast, other Empowered Whole Being Radio, also on EmpoweredWholeBeing.com uh, under the media tab there's um, the radio shows listed you can listen to it there and also on blog talk on um, your computer or smartphone so anyway um, announcements if you have questions want to call in you want to just or, or you just want to uh, contribute something love that call in on 646-378-1732 again that's 646-378 one seven three two love your calls chats open um, if you have any questions uh, I won't be able to type an answer but I'll definitely respond 
Also, too, wanted to big announcement. I have set up on Facebook a, a group. It's the Divine Heart Coherence Meditation 21-Day Challenge. And this is ongoing. So we'll be starting their 21 days at various times. And um, I'm also encouraging individuals when they complete their 21 days, if they want to take a break, that's great. If they want to start again, that's even better. And each time, so I'm encouraging people to check out the uh, Divine Heart Coherence Meditation Facebook group. And if you feel that resonates for you, please do join the community because we're going to be uh, um, providing a lot of good support. There's uh, when uh, members receive uh, a link where they can download the Divine Heart Coherence Meditation Technique instructions and also receive an audio file of a guided meditation with specific music, which, by the way, um, I have a snippet of it. I'm going to play it right now so you can hear. This is the music that is used. Turn this down a little bit. It's, um, there we go. This music is uh, in the soundtrack for the audio file, meditation, guided meditation audio file, and beneath this soothing music, I have put in a hidden track of the 963 hertz solfeggio tone. This particular solfeggio tone is known for um, enhancing and uh, strengthening the connection between our human consciousness and our greater creator self-consciousness, our expanded self, whatever word you want to use, but it really opens that doorway. So that's in that portion. There's a nine-minute portion of the audio file that just runs this track so that it will support um, individuals who are using the audio file to really expand and immerse themselves. So there's, um, again, um, I encourage as many people who this resonates for to join the Facebook group. And um, it, it began on, opened, you know, for business, so to speak, on uh, Friday, uh, last Friday. However, it is ongoing, and therefore uh, people can come in and do their 21 days, take a break, and then come back or start another 21 day. And what we're doing is we're encouraging each individual who does this program in the instructions to set an intention for each 21 day segment. And the intention could be something just like um, feel more connected or um, enhance my my health or, you know, whatever it might be. It doesn't matter. All that matters is that there is some sort of intention because when you create the space for something to come in, guess what? It comes into your life. And I think it's important that we create space for more joy as opposed to fear. 
So the Divine Heart Coherence Guided Meditation uh, Facebook group is um, ready to go. The support's there. All Everything is ready to go. And uh, the Guided Meditation audio file, yours for the asking. Um, this is all just being provided as support because it's my intention to support empowerment and to support evolution of spirit and awareness because together we create the shift and the more indi- the more individuals who begin to experience the unity of us then um, the more likely there's going to be more joy in the world so this is the whole reason behind this it's um and I and I do hope that um, if it resonates for you, that you will join and be part of that process because um, it's going to be fun and it's going to be really expansive. So let's talk about today's topic, quantum physics and metaphysics. Now, quantum physics is the study, you as you know, of the micro world and uh, classical Newtonian physics is the study of the macro world. And um, those two, which in the past have seemed and have been viewed as being quite separate, are <laughs> that gap is lessening as well. There are specific scientists, and one that I've been following in particular, get his name here, Vlatko Vedral. He's a professor of physics at the University of Oxford. And as of this year, he has published over 280 research papers in quantum mechanics and quantum information. One of his really exciting um, focus focuses in his research is the uh, quantum rule of entanglement. As I mentioned earlier at the beginning of the show, entanglement equates in metaphysics to interconnectedness, or as you all probably have heard over and over, and we all say it, everything is everything. And entanglement is um, the state that all energy is communicating with all energy. Everything is interwoven, so to speak. So um, he's done a lot of breakthrough with that, and in that doing that, he has he has set the stage or opened the door for the merging of classic classical physics and quantum physics, so that there isn't this sense that one only equates to large. Um, mm, objects or things and one only to um, the nano world with um, particles of energy, Um, you know, photons and protons and so forth. So Covedral is someone that if you're not familiar with his work, you might want to check it out. I just came across a a video, um, a YouTube of him being interviewed, and I'm going to add it to my empoweredwholebeing.com website under videos because I think it's important as much as possible, you know, to share this information where I can find it um, and add it to there so people can 
become a little bit more aware of what's going on and how exciting these things are. Because I think the more we understand what we really are, then we'll know who we really are. Because the fact that we're fields of energy, and I know it's pretty tough to experience that when we're focusing on the physical world, the third dimension, everything looks solid or feels solid. If I if I ran into a wall, it probably wouldn't feel really good because I don't think I've uh, quite evolved enough to walk through it. But theoretically, um, we should be able to walk through walls. Well, not should, but could be able to walk through walls. Should's the wrong word. Uh, theoretically, uh, it would just mean reordering our field of energy so that we could. Uh, and I had an experience uh, several years back at a large um, self-help seminar, uh, you know, a couple of days um, all immersing in this. And it was a large, I don't know, like 200 people there or something. And um, one of the activities that was used to uh, illustrate our ability to break through barriers of belief was to break a board, like, you know, with your hand, like a karate, you know, martial arts exercise. And the line was quite long. It took a while to get, I mean, they had like five people holding boards for other people, you know, taking turns so that it was quite an assembly line, but still took some time. So waiting for each of our turns to do this exercise. So while I was waiting, I just focused on the board the you know it was like an inch I got what is it inch you know um, like a six by six um, piece of wood about an inch thick and uh, or maybe bigger than that 12 by 12 maybe anyway I focused on that board and I kept seeing that it was just energy and I kept seeing a hole I kept seeing all the molecular and atomic structure of the energy of that board opening, opening wide open. And when I got up to the gentleman who was um, volunteering to hold the boards for people and I handed him my board, I, I literally uh, gave it a good tap with the palm of my hand uh, and cracked it open just broke it. He was shocked because I didn't really hit it with a lot of force because I was so in all the molecules, every, all the atomic structure of that board moving and creating an opening. And it was, it was a great experience for me as well because uh, I, I noticed other people hitting it hard and hard and hard and not breaking it and just like hurting themselves. And believe me, that board that I had did not have a crack in it. It was just the same as anybody else's board. But because I had been intentionally working with the atomic structure of it, seeing it for what it really is, is energy, it, I barely hit it. And it completely broke. So I know that when we are able to bring our focus into 
such clarity and such sense of of belief able to do all these things because in quantum science that all those possibilities are there so the whole idea behind meditation in my mind as part of this show is to support creating more experiences for our human consciousness to begin to create an opening, an opening in our belief system that, yeah, there's maybe something more going on. Because basically, all it takes to start this journey of self-realization and expansion is the willingness to be open to the possibility that we are something more, that we already are the quantum center, the quantum consciousness. We already are the divine center or source. And and as source, we're merely having a self-realization research experience through this extension in the third dimension, which we call a human. First, our identity is the center. So we're not on the outside trying to get back in when we meditate. We are already in, and it's about, in meditation, I see it, is an opportunity to come home, to feel what it feels like to be fully in your true identity. And that, in turn, assists and supports the human self to begin to let go of the, of the limitations the limiting beliefs about who that human might be. And I call the human self an avatar, meaning comprised of the third and fourth dimension bodies, the third being the more solid, the fourth being an energetic field. I see it as a container. And that fourth dimension body, in my approach or how I view it, is this amazing container of all of the programming for the story of research, the research um, components, we call it, in a human perspective, we would call it, you know, who was our mother, who was our father, um, what are our attributes, uh, how tall am I, what they was, you know, what is astrological sign. Those are the, those are the program components that are lying, that are laying out the um, the structure of that research particular project. So if my identity is not my physical self and my identity already is the creator self, then I am free to let go of those limiting, self-devaluing beliefs that are held in this physical story, physical identity and story. So during meditation, that allows us to tap into that. It begins to create more and more experiences to tip the scales, to help through that sense of limitation, that sense of I can't, 
I'm not enough. To break through that limiting impression of self and begin to understand that we already created it. We already made it happen. And even how our physical, our third and fourth dimension bodies are, how they're created, you know, what they really are, all supports that because when you really drill down, the third dimension body is really a very sophisticated transmitter and receptor of electromagnetic frequencies. We are a field of energy. It just doesn't look like it because um, most of us are focusing on the third dimension. But there are many people, myself included, that by shifting my focus, I can see the energy of each person's body, third dimension field, and the fourth dimension field. So it's there. It's just how we focus. Where, what are we focusing on? And what we see is determined by what we believe that can be seen. I've heard this story, and I think that I've heard this story, I'll just repeat it, that when the indigenous people um, were uh, on the island, I think, that Columbus landed originally, they, they saw this moving cloud for days. And because they didn't know what a ship was, they didn't have it, you know, a large wooden ship with a big canvas sails because they didn't have anything to relate that to they thought it was a cloud until it was so close they could see it was something else and they didn't know what it was and I whether that's a true story or not I'm not sure but it does illustrate the point I'm making about we see what we believe we're going to see so maintaining and through meditation we can, um, we are able to create openness to see something different. And creating space to have something different uh, come creates opportunity to shift our perception of what is real. One of the little mantras that I've said since I first began to embrace that there is something more decades ago was show me what's next. I would have an experience and there would be an expansion of understanding and then I'd process through that and that would become my own. I would begin to um, function with that new now uh, feeling of awareness. And then I'd say, what's next? Show me what's next. And I would then begin to experience something more expansive. So just by creating space for that is really important. And so that's part of what meditation does as well, is it creates the space. We're setting aside a time, 15 minutes, 10 minutes even, a day is huge. And you know what? I can blow 10 or 15 minutes on Facebook just scrolling through so easy. So by putting uh, aside 
10, 15 minutes a day for meditation, it's a small amount of time with a huge amount of benefit done in such a way that um, when you're done with it, you feel more self-love, more self-value. So again, let's talk about this. So in the in, in the um, well, I like to also look at quantum biology. So in our in our physical bodies, physical energy field, we have um, like I mentioned uh, in the beginning of the show when we did the the divine heart coherence meditation, we have um, our heart is the primary transmitter, and the heart has. Oh, pardon me, I need to take a little drink of tea here. The heart is um, has 40 million neurons. One of the really key elements or, or um, influences that the heart or job, uh, I'm thinking of a better word here, the heart performs, purpose it performs, is it's the switch for the autonomic system. The autonomic system is the two parts of our nervous system. The sympathetic mode is the stress mode, so certain uh, hormones and neurotransmitters are released and produced for that you know, cortisol, adrenaline. The blood goes to the muscles, not to the stomach. So when we're stressed, it's really not not a good place to try to digest food. (laughs) And um, also, too, when we're in the sympathetic mode, there's like a bypass to our um, ability to think clear. This is why when we're stressed out, we can be running around and have our keys in our hands, but like not see them. And again, seeing what we have space to see and be looking for our keys or our glasses are on top of our head. And where's my glasses, you know, or whatever. It's because that, that, that whole part of the brain is being bypassed, that, that ability to run, um, to think clearly and conceptually. Whereas, um, in the parasympathetic mode, which is the restore, that's where the dopamine and the serotonin and uh, the blood goes to the to the GI tract for digestion and all of this good stuff happens. So um, the heart is the switch for that. How we feel, meaning what feelings are we having? Are we focusing unconsciously mostly on fearful feelings, self-judgment, um, blame, shame, uh, fear of lack, you know, whatever, um, fearful feelings, the heart then is stimulated to switch our bodies into the stress mode. If we're predominantly feeling calm, uh, feelings of um, joy, gratitude, all of this, this is why there's such a stress in the uh, spiritual development community about feeling gratitude, feeling good about, you know, it's because it then what happens is that you're signaling your heart switch to take you into the parasympathetic mode, which is the healing, restorative mode. And this is so important because there is a cascade of events 
that are happening behind the scenes in your body when you're either in the stress mode or in the restorative mode and you have control over where you are vibrating, like where you are transmitting and how we have control is by being aware of what we're feeling in the heart and what we're bringing into the belly, which is what this whole divine heart coherence technique is about. It's, it's supporting, shifting the whole body into the parasympathetic mode. Now, the belly brain is the next important part of that whole quantum biological experience because the belly brain uh, is the primary receptor of electromagnetic frequencies because we're transmitting again we're transmitting and receiving energy 24 7 it's constant and uh, according to dr bruce lipton who is another biophysicist whose work i've read um, he believes 95 percent ish of um, what we're transmitting is unconscious. So I and I, I can vouch for that as being my experience. When I first started this process um, of reawakening to this knowledge, I was only focusing on the heart transmitting. I didn't know about the belly brain at first and the and what it played, the role it played. And so I'd be focusing on feeling more joyful energy in my heart, but I didn't do anything with the belly brain. And what occurred is that there was the voices, the negativity, the distractions um, were even louder. And what I found later, the reason for that was that when the, the belly brain is the tuner, like on a radio um, dial, it's what controls the brain antenna. And um, I mentioned before, there's several structures in the head that all um, funnel electromagnetic frequencies, be it light, sound, color, smell, all to the pineal gland. So this quote-unquote brain antenna, when we're primarily receiving fear-based frequencies into our belly, the belly then attunes it to what I call the loop, the blocking program. It's going to invoke um, feeling fearful feelings, and it's going to associate them like pulling data from the cloud and bringing it into your awareness of circumstances where you didn't feel really good about yourself, you know, and um, that's what was happening when I first started this process, not knowing about the belly brain. I was transmitting gratitude and joy, but I was receiving in fear and anger and, and pain and all of that. And so therefore, I just was flooded with imagery of how unworthy I was. When I sh learned about the belly brain and learned how to shift its primary intake of frequencies, that all changed immediately. And by attuning, by bringing in and, and more of the joyful gratitude feelings coming into the belly, 
what happens is that it tunes the brain antenna to funnel into the pineal information and, and, and um, imagery and thoughts and whatever you want to call it um, from your greater being. This is where all of that um, epiphanies come from and, and insight and, and artists who are creative, be it musicians or, or um, different types of medium of artists dance, whatever, when we're in the creative mode without realizing it, bringing in more of those joyful gratitude feelings into the belly, which then allows this uh, quote-unquote download. What it is is just attuning your receptor, your receiving mode to your real true being, who we all really are. So the belly brain is so important, and it, it, it is referred to by scientists as the second brain, because it literally, it literally um, creates and secretes uh, all this, like more than 30 neurotransmitters, and, and just like the brain, it, it creates serotonin and dopamine and glutamate and norepinephrine, um, all those different things. In fact, 95% of the serotonin is actually stored in the belly brain, and the belly brain then sends it to the brain in your head. Like, for instance, um, serotonin can be uh, converted to melatonin for sleep by the pineal gland, but it's stored in the belly brain and then directed to the pineal for conversion. So again, the the belly brain is really the other key component of understanding what's really happening with you and your body and your experience because you are creating your experience in every moment. And this is where it this is how come it can feel so um much in contrast and um and feel so challenging is if you're just focusing on the heart or the pineal, but you don't have the heart flowing out and the belly brain flowing in in those gratitude frequencies, all you're going to get is a lot of um, um, negative crosstalk and and uh, a, a real despair type of feelings and be struggling against them. It's much easier when we meditate to engage the awareness of what is going on on a quantum biological level. And just one more little tidbit, um, in our brain we have neurons, right? And one side is called the dendron and the other side is the axum. And the axum sends information out into uh, the brain and our body, and the dendrum brings it in. This is where where the uh, pineal comes in, because inside the pineal there are um, microscopic calcite crystals, and so this electromagnetic frequency information flows into the pineal, is absorbed 
by the calcite crystals and then the, the two main properties of this of calcite crystals are they absorb the information they magnify it and then they multi-directionally disperse it the dendrons then on the neurons are absorbing this and it, we have this term in metaphysics called um, ex consciousness expansion or expanding our consciousness and there's an interesting event that happens in our third dimension body that um, on these dendrons on the neurons they look they're called the dendron because it's a derivative from greek for for tree branch because it looks like a branches of a tree and the interesting thing about that is on these um dendrons these like branches of this part of the neuron there when we are in the joy vibration uh gratitude expansive place uh, billions of these little they call them dendritic spines so they look kind of like little mushrooms popping up appear on the branches of the dendron and they absorb data and information and when we're in the fear angst anger energy predominantly guess what there's barely any of those um on the spine uh, on the um branches of the dendron they're not virtually non-existent hardly at all so you see Again, there's all of these amazing things that are happening automatically in support of reconnecting to who you really are. So by understanding this when we meditate and utilizing a technique that's embracing the quantum science behind it, you're going to experience a much more expansive, um, have, pardon me, a more expansive result therefore creating more opportunity to gales to believing that you are something more than your physical self you're not outside trying to get back in you are already in you already are and one of the my current little mantra that i like to come back to is I am the creator of all things. I am the creator of all things. Having that accountability for what I transmit because remember it's transmission first, creation second. And again because we're fields of energy intertang you know entangled, interconnected when we are focusing on joy and gratitude and our predominantly transmitting that then what we're going to create are more joyful experiences that will bring more gratitude that's of course there's more to it <laughs> but the main focus that I wanted to talk about today is the importance of seeing that the quantum science quantum physics is really backing up or is really a parallel or an um it's like another language saying the same thing as what we've been saying in, in a metaphysical sense for so long for decades for centuries whatever i 
um, I think it's important to understand, and because this is what's helped me with my level of believability, of understanding who I really am, and being able to embrace it fully, and that is that the quantum science or the quantum physics and the metaphysics go hand in hand. More and more parallels are there, and more and more quantum physics is being embraced by classical physicists and vice versa, that it's not the separation there. So there's a whole kind of, there's a, there's a movement here of unity. And the more we can support one another to feel and experience that unity, the more we're going to see it manifest in the physical world. And I think right now what's coming and happening in the third dimension world is just bringing all of those illusions of separation to the surface so they can be observed and transformed. So even when, and this is what I would invite um, all of us to do, even when it seems like things are crazy and um, uncomfortable, that if we are able to come back to a place of um, what I call coherence with our true self and remember that if we focus upon the fear and the um, destruction or whatever it might you know, be triggering for us those feelings of fear, we're only going to expand it because we're all interconnected. So we can observe that they're there and then we can also focus on their transformation of them and begin to focus upon what we would rather see and feel that being there. Because again, it's feeling first, creation second. It's not happening on the outside to us. It's us transmitting that energy, that frequency into the quantum field, which then aids it, which then manifests it. So there's no outside in or inside out. <laughs> there's just that entanglement. There is that interconnectedness. And I would encourage you all to just be open to that possibility and be willing to take a look at that as being possibly true for you and begin to embrace that you're more than your physical self and that your physical self isn't even not even what you think it is. That it's really a lot of space in between bunch of particles of energy and that what you focus upon on how you feel can shift even your DNA and I won't go into that today there's a whole bunch more on that but it's it's fascinating and I encourage you to um, be open to that and if you are at all interested in uh, exploring meditation as a tool to tip the scales for more 
personal experiences of expansion and um, enlightened awareness of who you really are. Be a part, you know, come and join us in the Divine Heart Coherence Meditation group on Facebook. We welcome everybody who is willing to commit to themselves, which in turn commits to all, to bring more joy into their lives, to to embrace and empower through knowledge who they really are and embrace the truth of yourself and then utilize that to create more joy. And if you create more joy for you, guess what? Because of entanglement, you're creating it for everyone. And we appreciate that. So if you have any questions, um, I'm I'm pretty much wrapping up. The show's almost over. I'm happy to take any calls. I have a couple minutes left before the um, um, I have to wrap it up here and end the show. I wanted to um, – there's one thing I do want to mention um, – going back to the enteric nervous system, this, the belly brain. Um, the belly brain secretes something called benzodiazepine. And when benzodiazepine, it, it naturally does. When benzodiazepine uh, is synthetically uh, created, it's being sold as Valium or Xanax. So think about that. Right now, you have access to all of that in your in your own third-dimension energy field. All of that's already there. Another thing that's fascinating that's already there is dimethyltryptamine, DMT. The pineal gland can secrete DMT. And I have um, played with that quite a bit and can can um, active at any time. Um, but another time for that. We'll go back to that in, uh, in another show. At this point, I just want to say thank you to everyone who's tuned in. And um, we'll be together again in a couple of weeks. Uh, if you have any questions, you can contact me through empoweredwholebeing.com. And um, I'll continue talking about this because it's really important. I have a question, but the show's almost over, so I'll take it anyway. You're on the air. I have just about a few seconds before the show has to end. uh, Oh, no. Go ahead. I was just listening. Sorry. I was just listening. Oh, okay. That's fine. (laughs) Thank you. You're welcome. So anyway. I have to do have to end the show, and um, if you have any questions, do go ahead and reach out through EmpoweredWholeBeing.com, and if you want to be a part of the meditation support group, it's uh, Divine Heart Coherence Meditation Group on Facebook. We'd love to have you, and until we're together again, joy be with you. This has been Empowered Whole Being Radio. Thank you for joining us. On-demand episodes are available at empoweredwholebeing.com. Until next time, joy to you.